Welcome again to the California Work Comp Report. Join us today for part three of our series, What is an Impairment Report, where Dr. John Alchemy talks about diagnostic tests. Hi, my name is Dr. John Alchemy with RateFast. Today we're talking about topics of impairment report anatomy and applications. We're talking about the PR4 report, some basic elements, and next what I want to talk to you about today is diagnostic tests. Now, diagnostic tests are a wide range of tests. Most commonly in the orthopedic exams, we're looking at x-rays, we're looking at MRIs, um, we're looking at nerve conduction tests, CT scans, um, a whole gamut of tests. Now, what I wanna talk about is thinking about diagnostic tests in a way that are unique and useful and rateable in impairment reports. Again, today we're talking about impairment report anatomy and applications. So these are the things that the AMA guides looks for when you're talking about diagnostic tests. Uh, probably one of the best examples is diagnostic tests of the lower extremities, an x-ray. Um, x-ray rating in the AMA guides for arthritis is based on joint space millimeter distance. So you have um, a standard physical exam and you look at the joint space, how much cartilage that appears invisible on the x-ray. And then you look at the two edges of the bone and you want to measure how many millimeters between the two edges. And of course, as the arthritis progresses, the edges get closer until you get three, two, one, zero bone on bone. And each one of those millimeters have a specific impairment value. So the knee and the lower extremity is really just a great protocol to think about how the AMA guides looks at diagnostic tests. Now, the other thing um, that, that you'll know about some of the diagnostic tests in the lower extremities is that not only, um, not only are they done and rateable, but some of them request that the x-ray be done in a special fashion. And again, I'm going to use knee as an example, and that's weight-bearing x-rays on the knees. So the knee is not always in the protocol that you have someone weight-bearing. Most orthopedists want it weight-bearing so they can see the compression of the cartilage and see what the true joint space is. Now, this is not true for the hip, not true for the ankle, but it is, if possible, the AMA guide says it's not totally required, but if possible, we want weight-bearing x-rays and and we want those millimeters of joint space moving on nerve conduction tests nerve conduction tests are useful in two body part ratings one is the spine when we're looking for radiculopathy we want to know if there's evidence of sensory or motor loss of the radiculopathy ideally if we can find out what the nerve root levels are great but in the spine basically we're looking for um diagnostic electrical tests. That's one. The other thing in the spine is flexion and extension views. You don't see them done very often. I would say it happens in less than probably 5% of the cases that we review at RateFast. But when they are done, they are rateable because as that joint moves forward, it can open up and it can close as it moves back or vice versa. And the difference between those degrees as the spine changes throughout flexion and extension are actually rateable. And not only that, it also defines something called AOMSI, or Alteration of Motion Segment Integrity. 
rateable. The other thing that's rateable is that the AOMSI is at multiple levels. It totally changes how you do the rating and what method you use for the rating. So there's all these little intricacies of the diagnostic tests that go into the rating on a deeper level that we're not always aware of. So that's um, just another example, lumbar spine. X-rays are always good, but if we can have flexion extension, even more useful. And then we have obviously the resting x-rays and we look for things of subluxation or spondylolisthesis, also rateable under certain conditions um, in the AMA guides. So again, a diagnostic test that is rateable. I'm gonna go on to something else, um, rating blood pressure. Of course, doing someone's blood pressure, having a blood pressure value, a diagnostic test, and that helps with rating. Um, vision using the Snell and chart, rating someone's vision, a diagnostic test. Um, and the other thing that we'll commonly use, audiogram, hearing, another diagnostic test. So, and, and that's basically all that hearing's rated on is diagnostic test. And as you go through the AMA guides, you're gonna find more of the specialty chapters that each one is sort of dependent on its own diagnostic test. Pulmonary, pulmonary function test, diagnostic test or the DLCO or the diffusion lung of carbon monoxide diagnostic test. So keep that in mind that the diagnostic test is of high value. Uh, in the orthopedic exam, it's a little bit more buried, but in the other body system chapters, it's very important and often the primary use of, of finding out what the impairment is and giving an accurate impairment rating. So I hope that this is helpful. Again, today I'm talking to you about impairment report anatomy and applications and the value and importance of the diagnostic test. Thanks for listening. To learn more about impairment reports, visit our blog at blog.rate-fast.com. To try the RateFast Express impairment rating report writing service, visit rate-fast.com. And if you have any questions or comments about our show, feel free to email us at caworkcompreport at rate-fast.com.